You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 39. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Here again to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information every single week. Now, I just went on iTunes to see who some of my new reviews were from because I promised to give out a prize this week, and iTunes is down right now. It won't show any of the reviews, unfortunately. So I'm not able to pick a winner this week, but I'll give you a little more motivation. If you haven't given me a review yet, I am giving a prize out next week. I will announce it on the podcast. Hopefully, iTunes will be back up. Give me a rating and review for the Earn That Body podcast, and I'm going to be looking at all the reviews and picking a person and a prize, and I'll announce it next week. So sorry about that. Today, we're going to talk about fitness challenges, and what I mean by that is not, oh, is fitness challenging for you, but rather these fitness challenges that are showing up left and right, especially with New Year's that just happened. I see a lot of these challenges happening, and I'm talking about people inviting you, especially on Facebook or sending you an email, to try a fitness challenge, and one that really sticks out in my mind because I got offered to do this a lot last uh, last year was a challenge where you had to do, I think, 22 push-ups a day for 30 days, and they want you to take this challenge on and also donate money for a charity. I have no problem with the charity and the donation. That is totally fine. That's awesome. I'm always a big believer. I raise money for lots of charities. I have no problem with that. But when you tell me that I should do 22 push-ups a day, For 30 days, I really question why. Why should I do that to my body? And I hate to see people doing this to their body because it's just not a good idea to work a muscle group day after day after day. And to do the same exercise, no less, day after day after day can really put a stress on that muscle group and create an injury. So I thought to myself, like, why are all these fitness challenges coming up and and why are people doing them? That I think was my, my biggest question is, what is the intent behind them? What is the goal? And what is the end result that's coming out of all these different challenges? So like this, this, person who created this fundraiser challenge with the push-ups, and again, I, I don't fault these people and I don't fault you if you did the challenge, I just question what the end result is for a lot of people, and I wonder if if these people who create these challenges are even personal trainers or have any background in fitness to understand what a challenge like that might actually do to someone's body. Because that's definitely something that you want to think about before you challenge hundreds and hundreds of people to take on something like that. Now, one of the reasons I have a problem with it, for one, is because I would say the majority of people can't even do one proper push-up. And now you're challenging people to do 22 push-ups. Or there are challenges with much more than that that I'll talk about next. So to just tell people, I don't even know if you can do one, but I'm going to challenge you to do 22 push-ups every single day is 
that a good idea? Because that person who doesn't even have good form is now trying to do this many push-ups. They're doing them wrong. They're getting very fatigued. And what is that going to do? How is that going to impact their body? And yet they've been challenged. So they want to keep going for it day after day. And I just, I get concerned and I wonder how many injuries have actually happened from some of these challenges. Now, another challenge that I've seen recently and and again, I have a lot of friends who are doing these challenges, so I am not faulting you for doing the challenge. I mean, I think you're all amazing, and I don't think that people who created these challenge did it with any malicious reason, obviously. I just, again, I just wanna bring it up because it's happening so much, and I wanna warn people what you're putting yourself up against. But So this other challenge I've seen is actually 100 push-ups every single day for 30 days. Okay, 22 was bad enough. I mean, honestly, I'm a fairly strong person and for me to throw down 22 good solid push-ups with good form would take a lot of strength for me to do right this second. Um, but to do 100 push-ups in one day for 30 days, oh my goodness, like I saw this and I was, I was in awe that people were like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, you know? And some people are like, I'll do 10 in the morning and 10 in the afternoon and they're sort of breaking it up, which, well, that's probably a good thing to do, but I have to say a hundred push-ups every single day, what is that going to do to your chest? I mean, that, that's primarily the muscle group that you're working when you do push-ups. That is a lot of overtraining that is going to take place on that chest muscle group. And so you have to ask yourself, also shoulders, you're gonna work your shoulders to death and shoulders are really delicate. So doing this repetitive motion a hundred times, that's a lot. I have to ask myself, is that really the best thing for your body or my body when someone asks me or challenges me to do one of these things? And I find it frustrating because I haven't heard one person talk about this. Like, I am surprised that I am the only person out there who thinks that this is kind of crazy. Uh, another challenge that I've seen is this run challenge. And again, I have lots of you out there who, who are doing this challenge and I love you still, okay? It's great that you're taking on this challenge, but I worry about you. And y'all know who you are, because I probably already told you. But the run challenge is that you run every single day for 365 days. And that might mean you only run one mile on all of those days. It's not like it's telling you to go run a half marathon, thank goodness, for 365 days. But you are supposed to run every single day for 365 days. Well, huh, running is an incredibly difficult sport on the body. Running is very high impact on your ankles, on your knees, and on your back. So to not give yourself even one day off all year long, is that really the best thing for your body? And I have to imagine that the people who would take on this run challenge are runners. And that's awesome, again. However, if you are a runner, and I consider myself a runner, then you know how absolutely terrifying this thought is. Oh my goodness, I'm injured and now I cannot run. The thought of that, to me, is what flashes really big when I see, you know, hey, I challenge you to run every day for 365 days a year. It is not worth it to me to do that 365 days a year because it increases the chances of injury so much that I might not be able to do my runs. And that would crush me more than anything. So again, I'm bringing this up because I just want a little 
awareness and because they're becoming really popular it's like this thing that you know people are posting on Facebook and all kinds of emails are going around I just want you to think and ask yourself a few questions before you take on a challenge and I'm not telling you don't take on these challenges I mean you have to make these decisions for yourself but I want you to think about some things before you take on any type of challenge the first thing I want you to know is, and I want to make sure you know, is that anytime you do a workout, I'm a huge cross training fan. I don't think you should do the same workout over and over in a week. Like you need 24 to 48 hours of recovery time. So generally, for sure, for strength training, I always tell my clients, you know, at least 48 hours to recover if you work a muscle group with your strength training. So for example, if I do upper body workout for strength training, I'm not gonna work my upper body again. Say I did that on a Monday. Well, I am not gonna do that again on Tuesday. If anything, I will wait till Wednesday or Thursday before I would do that muscle group again. Now, I try to lift heavy enough that I am sore. And so my body is telling me when I'm sore that you need a couple days off. That recovery time is actually when your muscles are getting stronger. So again, to do push-ups every day, what would that bring to you? you probably would not get stronger because you're never taking any recovery time off. And if anything, you might get weaker. And then of course, there's that injury potential. Um, even running, depending on what you're training for, I'm not a huge fan of running Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm not a fan of running many days in a row. Now that being said, I will be completely honest, I am marathon training right now. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I do run. But uh, one of those is a recovery run. So I run hard on Monday. I do speed training on Monday. I do a very, very, very easy recovery run on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, I have a, a track workout, which is pretty intense again. Uh, and I only advise doing that type of thing if, again, you're training for a marathon. So I have to be able to put in a certain amount of miles a week on my legs. Then on Thursdays, I bike. I don't run at all. So. Again, trying to cross train is ideal. If I'm not marathon training, I would never run two days in a row. Honestly, I wouldn't. I would always do like run on Monday, run on Wednesday, run on Friday, that type of thing because it's gonna benefit my body. The more I do something that's high impact on my body, like running, I am always taking a chance of injury. So that is something that you really want to keep in mind. Let's see, what else can I tell you other than what you really wanna ask yourself, okay? This is what I really want you to ask yourself when you are presented with one of these challenges. And I guess what I'm trying to figure out is what is the goal of all these challenges? So if someone presents you with a challenge, I want you to ask yourself, well, what is the goal? Is it just to say, I did the 100 day push-ups for 30 days challenge? I mean, and is that, important enough to you that you post that and tell people that, that it's worth potential injury for you. So ask yourself, what, why are you doing it? What is the goal? Uh, are you doing this challenge because you think you're gonna get stronger? Are you saying, I'm gonna run 365 days because I'm gonna become so fast that way. I'm gonna get so strong, I'm gonna be the strongest runner ever. And if you believe that, you know, great, but I definitely would uh, encourage you to seek some running coaching help because I don't think any running coach would, would actually say that you should do that as well. Again, and I understand that some of you are gonna say, hey, my one mile is like your recovery run. But again, I don't run seven days a week even when I'm marathon training. So is this challenge 
being done just so you can say you did it? Are you doing it because you're trying to get stronger or are you trying to be a better runner? Uh, perhaps you take on the next challenge. You really need to ask yourself, what is the risk over the reward? And that, that is truly the end result of this entire podcast today that I want you to understand. Ask yourself, what is the risk over the reward? I mean, is it possible that if you take on one of these challenges, is it possible that you're going to get injured? And if the answer is yes, then is it really worth it? I just don't think it is. I, I, I mean, I'm an athlete and to me, there's nothing worse than being injured or being sick. Two things that do not allow me to practice my sport or work out. That's what crushes me, definitely. And so if there is any chance of injury, I want you to ask yourself, is it going to be worth it? And you might say, I think it's a small chance and it is worth it for me. And in that case, awesome. I want you to go for it if that's what's going to make you happy. But really ask yourself if it's going to be worth any type of injury or illness or whatever it could potentially cause. And another thing is don't feel bad saying no. You're not interested in taking on this challenge. If you knew how many challenges I had to say no to last year, you know, it, it is no reflection and you don't look bad on yourself and, and please don't look bad at others if they choose not to do the challenge. Just like I'm not going to look bad at you if you do choose to do the challenge. Again, I have a lot of friends who are doing these challenges and it makes them happy and as long as they don't get injured, I'm happy for them. But don't feel like you have to take on a challenge. It doesn't make you a better person to take on that challenge. Now, if it's for a charity, I was asked many times to do the push-up one. I did not take on the challenge, but I donated money to the charity. I mean... That part I have no problem with, and you can still donate money and not get injured. So don't feel like you can't be part of it in that way. You can still be charitable by all means. Now, if I were to do a challenge, because I have offered challenges before, I do all kinds of challenges for my clients, and one year, a couple years ago, we did the pull-ups challenge, and I actually think we need to bring the pull-ups challenge back. Uh, But how I do a challenge for my clients and people who are interested is we do a build up. We build our way up to an awesome number. So like for instance, pull-ups. I am not gonna tell people you should do pull-ups every single day because that's how we're gonna say that we did 20 pull-ups, you know? I'm not gonna tell you to do that because it's not the right thing to do. It's not the way you're gonna get stronger and again, you're gonna create that chance of injury. But what I will do is I create say a 30-day plan for my clients where we do pull-ups three times a week with days of rest in between and we slowly build ourselves up to maybe hitting, let's be realistic, for some people it's one pull-up, maybe it's 10 pull-ups, but I'm not going to say I want you to bust out 10 pull-ups on the first day and then keep hitting that every single day. I'm going to build you up over time and then the challenge is were you able to do the buildup to do the work in between? And then maybe you were able to accomplish that one pull-up or the five pull-ups. The most pull-ups I ever got to everyone is eight. I would love to crush that and hit 10. So maybe that should be my goal for 2017. I should hit 10 pull-ups and maybe we'll do it in a pull-ups challenge that apparently I need to have. But can you see we're doing a challenge like that is it's just, it sounds better, right? Because it's better for your body. So you could do the same thing with a push-ups challenge. Now, if someone said to me, do you want to be able to do, you know, 25 awesome push-ups? And I mean good form push-ups. I don't see the point in doing 100 lousy push-ups just to hit 100. I would rather do 25 solid 
push-ups with great form. Now, instead of just telling someone to do that, because they probably can't do 25 solid push-ups without some kind of buildup, I would create a 30-day program or a three-month program, some kind of challenge like that, where on day one, we do one push-up. On day three, maybe we bump that up to five push-ups. Maybe on day five, we don't do push-ups, but we do a chest exercise to strengthen the chest with a different type of exercise. And I would slowly build up my clientele until we hit that number. And then they can be proud and say, I just did 25 solid push-ups and I built up to that in this three-month challenge. So that to me is a much better way to go about challenging yourself, building your strength up, and being able to achieve something that's difficult. I'm, I'm all for setting yourself up for a challenge, but I just want you to set yourself up for success. And probably the last thing that I would add, not only do I see it in these challenges, but I also see it in some of these fitness classes and boot camps and the CrossFit and whatnot. There is a lot of competition within those classes. That's a, that's a big thing right now is the style of these classes is to compete and who can do the most. Uh, and they put it up on a board. And competition's great. It can definitely push you to the next level. However, I do fear, again, that that type of competition challenge with people there and you putting up a number can lead to injury because people will sometimes knock out extra reps just because the person next to them you know, did it and their only goal is to beat the person next to them. And unfortunately, that then causes... Uh, you know, a tear in their biceps because they pushed it too hard. Um, things like that can happen. So even if you're taking a class and they ask you to do something that is an extraordinary number, like I know there's some, you know, boot camps and stuff and they do hundreds. And so everything that day they have to do a hundred of, they do a hundred pushups and a hundred lunges. And that is a big number to do. You're like, I just don't see the point in doing that, if you're ever in a class and they ask you to do a hundred of something or whatever number it is that seems silly to you, it's something you haven't built yourself up to, it's okay to step back and say, I'm going to sit this one out or I'm going to do 10 or don't be afraid even in a class situation or a group situation, if something doesn't seem right and it doesn't seem like you've built yourself up to that level, to take a step back and really be in charge. I think that's what I want more than anything is, is own it and be okay with the fact that you know that that's not right for your body. And it's okay to even tell the instructor, I think I need to build up to that instead of pushing yourself through something just because you can. I mean, yeah, I could do a hundred pushups right now, but it would not be pretty. My form would be sacrificed and it wouldn't be worth it in the end. That is everything I have to say on this topic. And I feel like I've been wanting to say this for a long time. <laughs> I mean, I have some friends that I've discussed this with and, and they agree and they've had to turn down challenges also, but it's kind of been like, I've been just getting kind of frustrated by the more and more challenges I see out there that are just, they're just, they don't make sense. They don't make sense for your body and too many people can get injured and I never want anybody to be injured. The goal is always to be strong, to be fit and to be healthy. All right, so just so you know, I'm starting to do a lot more blogs as well because what I found is that probably half my clientele loves blogs and half my clientele loves the podcasts and sometimes they don't do both. So there will be weeks like this week in particular 
where I'm going to blog on the same topic. So if you didn't get it all through the podcast or you want to even send the blog to someone who's doing a challenge or whatever it might be, just go to earnthatbody.com and check out my blog section and I will have some, some blogs there. And some blogs might not be related to topics I do on the podcast, but often they will overlap, but there might be a little more information in the blog sometimes and there might be a little more information about a topic in the podcast sometimes as well, but just something to check out. And I hope you have a fantastic, super awesome, and always a healthy For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.